What is up, Arizona high school basketball fanatics? Welcome back to the Arizona Small Ball Podcast, where we discuss one of the hidden gems in Arizona, small school basketball. Here we talk about everything in the small ball scene. We cover scores, coaches, teams, and players. As coaches in the Valley, we understand that these teams don't get enough attention, and our biggest goal is to change that. We're here to keep you guys updated on everything small ball and ignore everything else because honestly, Arizona small ball is just better than everything else. On our show, these guys are the stars. Imagine a basketball season with no transfers. Imagine a basketball season with no limitations on transfers. Imagine a basketball season with no outside recruiting. This is a bonus episode for you guys that we're dropping. Reyes is here with me as always. We're going to talk about transfers in high school basketball in Arizona. Transfers have increased over time, right? 2010 to 2011, there was 2,612 transfers in Arizona high school sports. 2017 to 2018, there was 3,606 transfers in Arizona high school sports. So it's it's just it's increased over time. And where you really see a big jump is going to 2014, 2015, where you get to 3,400. Let's just lay it all out here. Okay, the rules for the transfers. Reyes is here. He's the expert on all the transfers. He's going to lay out all these rules for us. And before we even get into this, imagine Reyes being an expert at something. <laughs> How about that, guys? Mom, I made it. Um. <laughs> No, nah, but I'm happy to be back. So let's get into it. Like the rules. When you first transfer, like your first year, you're out half the season. Just right off the bat. Boom. You don't come back till January pretty much. The second time you transfer, you're out the whole year. And like if you're transferring more than once, you need me you need to make better decisions. Cause get your life together. Get get your life together. Because <laughs> clearly it's not the coach. Take a self-reflection, get a mirror, and look square in it. Anyways. Even though when you do transfer, either if it's half the season or for the full calendar year, you are able to get a hardship approval. Now, there's two ways to get that. Uh, the first way, you know, you can fast track it. You know, the ADs can sign on the hardship. And most of the times it goes, it does go through. You know what I mean? When they when they put the hardship approval, you know, the ADs do agree. But it still has to get approved by the AIA. So at the end of the day, even though you go through the ADs, the AIA still can stop that right in the tracks. And you be like, nah, we're good. And then there's a hardship appeal. And that's where you go to the conference. 1A to 3A, you're pretty much talking to the board and you present your case. Like you're in court and you pretty much ask, they're going to ask you questions. And at that point, they're going to decide whether or not, if it's a hardship or not. And at that point, they're pretty much determining, is this a legit reason? Or are you just making this up just to get to school and play faster? Mm. So let me ask you this then, Reyes. Do you think that the transfer rules are broken or do you think they need to be changed? What are your thoughts about all this? Because the whole reason we even decided to drop this pre preseason episode is because there was a article that was released on Twitter and there's a lot of people talking about it. And we're just like, Hey, let's just do this thing and talk about the transfer stuff. So, so do you think if the transfer rules are broken or they need to be changed? Like, what are your thoughts on all that? Well, before I even get to my thoughts, like we should talk about, like we've thought about talking about doing a transfer portal or it's not a transfer portal. Jeez, it I feels know. like it sometimes. It feels like it sometimes, but like we've thought, we thought about talking about this for a long time now. It feels like two years in the making. You know what I mean? Right. Let's just be honest. But, yeah, we've, we wanted to talk about it for but a minute. But the Twitter, you know, the article that we did see in the comments, it kind of kickstarted us. You know what I mean? Actually kind of do it. So I think it's, I think it's broken, and I think it's inconsistent with the penalties. I don't think there's really any regulations. They, I mean, yeah, it's written in the AIA handbook, online. You know, you can go check it out, sure. But I don't think they're actually regulating it. I don't, I don't really think they're taking action all the time. 
I think it's in some cases, and it shouldn't be that way. If it's written like that, if it's written the bylaws, you should follow the bylaws. Mm-hmm. There shouldn't be, oh, well, but if he does go here, this team's only going to get better, mm-hmm. and it's going to make us more money. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying, I'm not a big conspiracy guy, but you're, I'm just, you're sounding like a big conspiracy guy. Right now. I'm like, all I'm money's lying. green, guys, is what I'm going to say, guys. <laughs> That's an, And I'm an expert on that. So, so okay. I think I disagree with you on this. Okay. Here's where I disagree with oh, you. Oh, do on. you, Jeff? I do disagree okay. with you on this. Sure. Okay. I don't think that the system is broken. I don't think that the transfer rules need to change. I think the the issue here is integrity. And I think it's it's recruiting because there needs to be my favorite thing was on Twitter seeing all of these people's responses on how it should be changed, right? There were some people that said uh, the, the, because right now you transfer over, you're sitting at the, the first 50% of the season. What people were suggesting is, okay, well, if you transfer somewhere, then you can sit out like the last half of the season. And I kind of agree. I know? kind of agree with that. Because that's, that's the part of the season that makes the most sense. You know, that's the way you'd be most competitive. Or you can play the whole season and you have to sit out on the playoffs, you know, which is a big one. Some people were throwing out there that there should be just be no penalty at all. You know, let the boys play. <laughs> and then to me, you so, can't have that because I think it'd be crazy. I don't think you can let the boys play. And let's just be honest. Those are either dads that have kids that do transfer. <laughs> True. Or, or coaches. Or coaches that do recruit. <laughs> so okay. And they want their kids to play instead of waiting half the season or the full year. They want them to play. And I get that. But, hey. Right. Rules. And the argument that's thrown out there is, you know, why should there be any penalty for players when they transfer? Because coaches go coach at different teams and there's not a thing for that. It's a totally different thing, but it's jobs. And, and you know, you, it's a totally separate realm that you're talking about. When you're looking at high school kids and players and you're looking at adults and coaches, right? Like, it's just a totally different thing. Uh, I saw another idea that was proposed that if you're a freshman or a sophomore who you didn't previously transfer, you can transfer with no penalty because you're young. You know, you're trying to figure things out. Maybe you go to this school and you realize that you really don't like it and you want to go somewhere else. You're a young kid. You're figuring things out. Maybe you should be able to transfer with no penalties. I don't agree with that one. I'm just reading off what some people were throwing out there and some things that I was reading of how other states are proposing things. And you have a max of one transfer. I really think that the issue is not the system. I think it's integrity and I think it's recruiting. I think about like our school and I think about how much of a pain it is. And for those of you guys who are listening, who deal with money and you deal with purchase orders and different things like that, it is so detailed and you have to do everything perfectly right only because there's the chance or the risk that you're going to get audited. And if you get audited, you have to prove that everything that you're doing is right and is, is done the exactly the, the way it's supposed to by the books. Because of that, the process of all these things, of the money and the taxes in the public school system is crazy. I mean, it's so com- it's so annoying, and I barely even deal with it. And our secretary is freaking awesome, and she helps me all the time. But, like, I just I hate it, you know? There needs to be some type of a new group that is formed that all their job is is to go in and to audit teams, like, like, a, like a recruiting audit, to make sure that everything they're doing is by the books because the issue is recruiting I mean, if people are following this thing the right way, you know, and they're telling the truth, the only issue that I have with it, one of the big issues I have with it is I feel like it, you, you penalize kids who are trying to do the right thing, you know, and they're trying to actually appeal and do all these hardship things and they could get denied, but with other kids, you know, you're, it's not like that. So what are your thoughts on some of those things that 
you know, like playoffs, sitting out and things like that. So I kind of agree. I kind of agree with like the playoffs or even like setting up the second half because that's the one that matters because that's when it matters. And like coaches that are okay. And that usually do like recruit or get those transfers. They're like, okay, we'll wait, we'll wait for half the season. Mm -hmm. We're going to be just fine. And then second half of the season, Oh, we're going to be really good. Sure. So I think what penalizes, I don't, I don't know if it would stop it, but I think it would put like a real big hit is doing the second half of the season, no playoffs, because then it's going to be like, Hey, like you really shouldn't transfer. You Mm -hmm. should wait till such and such. Like, I don't know. I think there should be more like rules or bylaws where if you do do it in like a certain period of time, like a month or two span, then you're like not okay, but you don't face the harsh penalties. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's crazy, but that's just kind of like where my mind goes to. And I'm not, I don't know how you feel about this, but with recruiting, like I'm, I shouldn't say I'm okay with that, but like it happened and it's going to happen. It doesn't matter. It happens at the grassroots level. And I kind of really don't care about that as much because, mm-hmm. I mean, at that point, like, sure, like, you know what I mean? Say you're coaching a little AAU team and they're fifth graders and you keep the feeder system. If any of you guys know the feeder system, it's pretty much, you know, you just kind of keep working with these kids from fifth grade or however young mm-hmm. to they get to high school. Like, that's fine. Because that I was means. I say, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't have an issue with that. Because they stick with you. And a lot of, like, a lot of coaches now are coaching youth sports because of that reason. They want to have a feeder system, and I'm cool with that. And that's kind of some form of recruiting, sure. But I think my real big issue is just, like, the the penalties are just not consistent. Like, if you're going to give a penalty, give it. Like, don't just be like, oh, we're going to look away or give a slap, on, like, a hand on the wrist. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, what are, you, like, are you okay with the thoughts of, like, them, like, recruiting, I guess? No, no, I, I hate that, you know. What you said, like, if you're coaching a team and it's young kids and obviously they know you, well, yeah, like, you you obviously have influence over them coming and playing for your squad. Like, I understand that. My issue is because it turns into coaches and their own personal accolades. And coaches try to get these kids, these high school kids, to leave their high school and come to their high school because they're telling them that all of these things are going to happen because of that. And here's the issue. Some players can come over and they can transfer over. And, yeah, sure, they have to sit out 50%. They have to sit out a whole year, whatever the case may be, mostly 50%. But you have people, and that's why I said the issue is integrity. You have some people who are okay with lying about specific hardships and saying, yeah, this was a massive hardship, whatever. And I mean, if you're, if parents are on board and coaches are on board, then what's the AI supposed to do? You know, that if you can't just like, you take these stories from these people and you have evidence and stuff. I mean, what are you supposed to do? You know, you can't just say, no, you're lying to me. Right. The issue is where you have these really kids that are legitimately going through a hardship, right? Like their parents split up or there's a, an issue with the family. And they have no choice but to move to another school. And, you know, the the board does not deem that to be enough reasonable cause for it to be a hardship. That's where I think it's broken. And it's like, okay, you know, would you grant a complete appeal or a complete hardship to, you know, some bigger schools that, you know, maybe you don't want to touch and you don't want to mess with? Thank or you, are you willing to, we're not going to name names. Or are you willing to do it like I think kind of what you said, like, is everybody going to be treated completely equal? Because, you know, I mean, there's just some schools that 
I don't feel like that's maybe necessarily the case. Just because you get like a seven footer, I know this is like obviously a horrible example, but if you get like a six four kid or whatever the case may be, and maybe he was going off at his old school mm-hmm. or it's pretty good, and then he transfers and he has no hardship, but you grant him approval. But the kid that actually does have a hardship, he's a solid kid. You mean it's just kind of circumstance, like he can't do anything about it, and you deny him. It's kind of like what are we doing at that point? And it comes to integrity, like yeah, exactly. What, it's like, what are we doing at that point? Um, and how if- many of the decisions are being made off of relationships and things like that? You know, yeah. I think that that's a big thing, too, that people I know I feel frustrated about. But, yeah, I, I understand. Like, I feel you. Well, and the thing with transfer portals, like there's parents that are willing to drive the hour. And sure, like if you're OK with that as a parent driving the hour to the school. Fine, mm-hmm. I guess. You know what I mean? Like, who am I to say? But it comes a point when the coaches are willing to pick you up that are willing to drive or have their staff come and pick you up. Mm-hmm. Or we've heard stories where some coaches, you know, get housing for a kid. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yep. That puts them in within that zip code range. Sure. So that they don't have to set out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I kind of like thought about this and I don't know what you think, but like, what if like, if a kid transferred, let's just say, I, I don't know about the first trend, but let's say they transfer twice. Or, like, you know, it's their first time, but it's, like, their junior year, whatever the heck it is. What if they were able to play pretty much the whole regular season but sit at the last six games and playoffs? So, like, they'd be sitting out, like, the second half of the season? Six games, not half the season. I mean, it's basically. No, it's not. I mean, it's close enough. play 20 games. It's basically. So, you play 12 games? Four games in there. Wait. Not 12. What is that? 14. 14. You played 14. Here you go. Games. Your math is right back, right back on display, dude. I'm not an expert, guys. <laughs> not on I'm not an expert. I mean, that's something. I think you know? it stopped. I mean, that's a I harsher th- penalty. That's a harsher penalty I think than you set out the first but, half. But that's what I'm saying. The first half is too lenient. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's too lenient. Yeah. And maybe they should do within like a certain mile range of transferring. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're within, if you're over, like, 10 miles. Or 25 miles, we'll say that. No, 10 miles. Okay. Cool. Schools are all right next to each other. <laughs> Not everywhere. Go in the valley. Well, yeah, in the valley. I'm thinking, think about us. <laughs> Come on. Okay, I'm thinking about us. Thought about it. Cool. <laughs> okay, go ahead. It, I'm just talking about strictly the valley right now. Uh-huh. I'm not talking about rural areas or anything like that. Okay. But in the valley, if you're within, like, if you're over 10 miles, like, what are you doing? Like, it's kind of obvious at that point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, if you go from this school, that's not super great. And then you just somehow, a hardship happens and you just move 10 miles down the road mm-hmm. or like 15 miles down the road and you're so happy. They're just, you just happen to be at a powerhouse. Mm-hmm. What yeah. are we doing? You just randomly ended up at this amazing hey, school. You, right? you just ended up there. And you yeah. know, the coaches, they're surprised that they got a transfer kid. Who is this kid? This is amazing. I never heard about him when, like, in reality, (laughs) they're sharing text messages for all we know. I just think there should be. Hi, I'm Coach Lou. Nice to meet you. Yeah, sure. Thank you. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. That's my thought. I think it should be at the end of the second half. And the coaches that kind of disagree with that are usually the coaches that be like, well, we want our transfer kids to play during the playoffs. Well, of course you do because you got them there in the first place. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's where it clearly shows. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, it's not some sort of coincidence. So you're telling me, I get some transfers, coincidence. Yeah, no, I get that. But the coaches, I'm telling you right now, you can quote me on this. The coaches 
that complain about the second half of the season of their kids sitting are usually the coaches that have been in contact and know that transfer's coming. Because mm-hmm. they want that and they're planning for that. They're planning for that. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. No, I get what you're saying. And I mean, I don't I don't hate that. It's I, bogus. I it's think baloney. I think it's a harsher penalty. Like, like no doubt about it. Like it definitely is. But it needs to be. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And and I think what we're getting down to is for me, the issues are integrity and recruiting. And for you, you're saying the big issue is consistency. And maybe you can even throw in like the penalties aren't, they aren't harsh enough, you know, because you can't just have it like, you know, like free reign for everything. I'm just thinking it's kind of hard if you're a senior though, right? Mm-hmm. Or if you're a senior and you transfer, you play, you know, the first half and then you set up the second half. Because now I'm kind of giving that favoritism, but then I'm like, dang, like, that's kind of your season, your season, that's it. I mean, maybe they can be able to appeal. Like, I don't know, but obviously you're going to well, be... But see, and that's where the integrity and the consistency you, comes in. Because able- if you truly have a hardship, then you can get that appealed, and then that can be taken off, and you can play your whole season. You I know what I'm t- saying? I, yeah, I agree with you, though. I just think we need some sort of group, some sort of machine or whatever that is able to, like, come to these schools and really do some digging. Yeah, I know. Because, I mean... I think about our school and finances. The only thing that keeps them to be so intense about doing everything by the books is knowing that there's a chance that someone's going to come and legitimately take a look at everything and be like, hey, what's going on here? Like, just as coaches, we've got to have integrity. I think that's what it comes down to. And and I just want to say that. And there's something like, you know, there's probably an idea of having a coaches committee. But even at that point, I'm not saying coaches are shady, but let's just be honest. They're, they could probably be like, well, I don't think that's right for you to get this kid. Right. But then we'll go ahead and take our kid. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thanks, guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just hard. It's a slippery slope. Mm-hmm. You know, you're pretty much slipping on a banana peel at this point, guys. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. So some- for, for all of you coaches and for you, you athletes, programs, athletic directors out there that are doing things the right way, man, like you guys keep doing what you're doing. It's awesome. For those of you, maybe you're listening to this and you're like, you know, you're kind of finagling things and you're trying to stretch things and you're trying to see how to make this kid situation fit into a mold where it benefits you, man, I hope you think about your integrity as a coach, because I think that the most important thing as coaches is not for us to grow our accolades, our personal wins or our personal records or anything. You know, we don't ever want to fabricate a kid's situation or story to kind of help us because we want to get this amount of wins or we want to win this year because this kid's going to graduate and we want them to be together. You got to call it what it is. Call apples, apples and oranges, oranges. Bananas, bananas. (laughs) That's good. Okay, is there anything else you want to say about this transfer thing or are you good? I mean, this is kind of scratching my itch. I felt like I just wanted to talk about it. We just have to get off our chest, guys. I mean. It's been long overdue, and I'm glad we talked about it. And like I said, you know, if you guys have solutions, we're all open to it. It's not the same. Like, hopefully, there's some change. I really hope someone at the AIA hears this. There just has to be something. Mm. And I don't want to hear, well, it's just difficult to keep track. I'm sure it is, but that's kind of your job. Like, you made mm. those rules, so you need to be able to keep up with it. Mm. Mm. So integrity, I think that's kind of the name of the podcast. It's just integrity. Mm. I like that. And those up on a banana peel. Well, hey, this is just a, a pre preseason episode for you guys. Peas. And uh, what we have coming up for you guys, we've got our top tens coming up. We have got our uh, our preseason region champs picks that we got coming up. We've, we've got a lot of great content coming for you guys. 
But we hope that you guys are. We know all of you coaches and players are getting ready for the season. I know that we are already into doing workouts and different things like that. We hope you guys are all having a great fall, and we will see you guys soon.